Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways Cinema, the spin-off of the far more popular podcast, Reboot Already Underway. Um, I don't have my notes up for a spin-off analogy, but, uh... <laughs> it's, a, it's another podcast, we're okay. just gonna roll with it, because, right. uh, we are one... I am your host, uh, Aaron Hunt, joined as always by, uh, Jacob Lacey. Call me... Tim Allen circa 1996 because it's, it's, it's bad. It's, uh, it's, it's, I don't I don't I don't I don't understand. <laughs> this is my new thing. <laughs> Your new thing is Tim Allen grins? No, my my new thing is call me blank because blank. Oh, okay. So this is a new did, thing did you, I'm trying out. Did you come up with that? I did. That, that's a Okay. That's a lacy original. <laughs> I don't think it's going to take off, you know, no. to be honest. No. Uh, but what is going to take <laughs> off is uh, this podcast, because we are once again li- uh, watching one of the films in the list of 100 movies I made la- uh, for Lacey to watch. We're back. We are back. We're we, back uh, from the depressing Oscar season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, obviously we, uh, we teased this episode at the end of Unbreakable was the last one we did, I think. We teased it before that. We teased, oh yeah, we teased it before. We teased we, it before the new year. We teased it before the new year, then we took a, uh, we swapped out Unbreakable to cover that before Glass, and then we took a break to cover the Oscar noms, mm-hmm. and uh... We're here now. In order to wash the taste of uh, Green Book winning out of our mouths, we, uh, we're back on uh, good movies. <laughs> so, uh, today we're looking at uh, Coherence. Yes. Which is God. a yeah. film I initially teased as being connected to uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I didn't let Lacey know that at the time. No. But uh, we're going to roll with it now. <laughs> <laughs> we're just... It, it works. It's Again, we could go us. We could go us. We could kind of go happy death day to you we, uh, in certain we could, respects. Yeah, well, it, it, it relates. It, it connects. It works. <laughs> we could connect to the, the Rango video game, apparently. <laughs> so. I've never heard two people convince themselves of something so quickly. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I agree. <laughs> like, oh, God. Um, yeah, we're talking about coherence. So, uh, Lacey, uh... I, 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 I'm gonna ask you like what you knew going in, but I remember last time we said you knew like absolutely nothing, nothing at all. Uh, that I've been very concerned about this poster. We're looking at it right now. We're on Letterboxd. Right again, yes. Letterboxd sponsor for the show. Just kidding, <laughs> Letterboxd, please sponsor. Um, yeah, no, okay, the the poster looks boring. I, I hate to say it. For, uh, for people who uh, don't have a visual, yeah. which is everyone besides <laughs> us. Up. You can look it up. You bro. can look it up, but, but basically what it is, it's a placemat with uh, with forks and knives, but then also a ping pong paddle and a glow stick, and uh, there's a lockbox and stuff, but... But what you didn't tell me, Aaron... Yeah. ...is that this was a mumblecore film. Yeah, that yeah, is... <laughs> I didn't want to tell you anything, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I would have been much more excited had I known that. Um, you oh should my. have been excited anyway, because uh, when have I steered you wrong on this list? Well, I used to be able to say never, but <laughs> I can't anymore after Rocky Horror and uh, Men in Tights. And kind yeah, of unbreakable. But you know... Compared to what you're gonna put me through in this, uh, okay, in this hey, thing hey, we've been teasing for weeks, don't spoil the end of the episode. 
Um, so this movie rocks. This movie okay, is yeah, yeah. so reaction, good. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> This movie's really good. It's no happy death day to you. Let me just get that out front. It's better, yeah. Right. Well, time will tell. Time has told already. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this movie's great. Um, again, a little bit of mumblecore. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Get a little bit of that. Get a little bit of that heady sci-fi. Right. Get a little bit of... A little bit of a... We'll get to it in spoilers. Okay. I was going to say... I, I won't say it. Okay. 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 Um, but yeah, this movie is just uh, fun. It's weird. Makes you think. Um, I think it might... I think it might... Hmm. It might tip its hand a little early. You know? Kind of show what it's got up its sleeve. I think re-watching it, it definitely felt that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, you're obviously coming at this from a first-time watch. So the reason uh, why I put this on the list is this This was uh, this was another one of those films that I watched in the classes I was taking at the time I made this list. This was for my uh, science fiction film class. Okay. So I also had, like, never heard of this movie before going in, but I guess we were on kind of like an indie streak of the class, because we watched this and uh, Primer, like, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Primer? Mm-mm. Oh, that's another one that I think you might like. That's another one in, like, a similar vein. It's not It's not as mumblecore, but... Ah, I can't accept it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this was just a film we were watching for our science fiction class. I think he just kind of wanted the syllabus to have uh, more variety than just the... Uh, big budget blockbusters and stuff like not just all star wars and 2001 right. space odyssey so he showed us this film and i basically just came away from it being like that's a really good movie i really like that movie i think it's uh it's taking a very familiar premise and uh putting a very uh interest it's it's doing it well it's it there's a lot of uh, great tension in this movie mm-hmm. and i was also uh really fascinated by the way it was like made like we talked about that in class as well and I'm sure we'll get into it as we uh, talk more about it. Yeah. This is like as low budget as low budget gets. This is extremely low budget, but I think... $50,000. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a, a, it's a bottle movie, basically. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's very limited scenes that take place outside of that house. and Yeah. And obviously, it's just the main set of the uh, eight actors. Mm-hmm. And uh, very limited crew as well. So this is this is uh, I I like this as an example of uh, working with a low budget but making it feel like you're not like mm-hmm. like I just in terms of like the uh, scale of the story itself Small I budget. think it overcomes it big ideas yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um, so I think I think this was a really interesting film I just kind of like a fan of like sci-fi films I thought you would really enjoy and also just kind of like you know. If you want to get into to movie making, like this is a kind of a cool example of like how it can be done real uh, cheap yeah. and still be really good. Yeah. So uh, that's why I put it on the list. So good. And I am glad that you enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Oh my god. We're gonna talk about. We'll, it. we'll talk, talk about, about it now. So if you uh, have not seen this film, it is recommended by the both of us. And if you have seen this film or just don't care, we're gonna talk about it now in depth with spoiler. Anywhere you want to start 
with spoilers? No, no. But I'm gonna think of one. Um, I mean, like the thing is, like this film kind of builds and builds and mm-hmm. builds, so it's it's all uh, it's all connected, man. All right, so I got to start with one place, I think, because I would be a hypocrite not to. Okay, yeah. English classroom scene. There's no English classroom scene, but there is a side character who's not in the film who is an English professor, and they find his notes for a lecture he was going to give in an English class or in a classroom. So there is technically an English classroom scene in this movie where there is no English classroom. Yeah, I'll give it. That's the. You you were so close, Coherence. You know, in in all of the possible realities Mm -hmm. that ever exist, I think in every single one of them, there's an English classroom scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, outside of that, now that that's out of the way, I don't want someone to be like, you're calling out all these other English classroom scenes, what about this one? I'll be like, technically that's not one, but it is, so I'll mm, I'll give it its, its nicks. Okay. Just just a little nick. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, I think... When this movie really picked up for me... Although, I will say, I loved all the opening stuff with, like, the dynamic between the friends. Mm-hmm. That one friend who's, like, the feng shui of this room. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> um, they are very, uh... Like, uh, archetypal characters where you're just like, I know that person. (laughs) But I think the cast does a really good job bringing those characters to life, where you're like, I know that person, and, like, they are that person. They're they're doing a good job with it. they nailed it. And, um, to make a note of it, like, uh, this entire, or, well, not the entire movie, but the majority of this movie was improvised. Okay. If you didn't know that. That's awesome. So like, uh, it's even more mumblecore than I thought. Yeah. So basically, like the director wrote like a like a like kind of like an outline, like a treatment that was just like, okay, at this moment this plot twist happens, and at this moment this plot twist like that. But like mm-hmm. all the dialogue and a lot of the interactions are entirely improvised. So uh, I think this film takes such interesting turns. Yeah. Um, because there's several moments where I'm like, okay, this is where it's going. And it's like, that's not where it's going. Whoops, now it's going this way. Like, what? The one that really got me on that was when they're like... So, some of their logic gets confusing to me. Because, I don't know if it's just that way because they don't remember or whatever. Which is, like, realistic, I guess. Mm -hmm. But also, I'd be the first person to be like, It's just dark outside. Let's just go. (laughs) Like... Like, what's the big deal? Like, because nothing supernatural had happened at that point yet. And I'm just like, let's just go check it out. Like, whatever. Um, so, oh man, this movie's confusing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> um, the moment that really got me is when they're back in the house. And then who we think are the first uh, Amir and Hugh come back. Yeah. And um then they're like, "All right, well, let's let's get our numbers down." And she flips it and it's a green marker. And I'm like, "Oh my god." I think yeah, that's the that's the moment that really hit me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's uh oh god. Cuz I mean, that's the moment where you realize the full uh scale of the whole thing because yeah. There's, there's like obviously there's like subtle build up before that point, but mm-hmm. they also are like kind of like stressing almost 
like in retrospect to almost to a very like obvious degree that there's only that they want you to believe there's only two realities mm -hmm. and then at that moment you're like oh there's yeah <laughs> and i what i think as far as i mean it plays its hand pretty early is with the the um schrodinger's cat stuff when he's reading those notes i'm like you didn't really need that no scene it, not only is it an English class scene, it's also just, like, weird that he'd do that, and then everyone is, like, on board with it. They're like, I get it. <laughs> You're like, what? Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. And then she just goes over to Mike. She's like, all right, look. We don't belong here. This isn't even the right house. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um... And all the performances are really great all around. Mm -hmm. The only one that I felt was kind of shaky was um, the girl from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Lauren. Uh, who plays uh, Lori. Yes. Okay, um, I, could, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's just from time to time. She's good in some scenes, but others it's just kind of like, eh, okay. Um... <laughs> David just walked by. Um... So, yeah, oh my god, when she, <laughs> just the, um, the score itself and the music cues are so subdued, too, mm -hmm. that when you do finally get something, it's like, oh my god, <laughs> like, uh, just let that reverb coming in as soon as she sees that page, she's mm -hmm. like, hey, what was everyone's number? <laughs> like, just a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think they could hear that. It was just, I think the water was too hot. <laughs> Or too cold. Or either one. It's going to be one of the two. <laughs> I'd yell more if it was too hot. And if it was cold, I'd go, ice, 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 ice. <laughs> I don't know if I just shared way too much with the audience about my showering rituals. But... I, don't, I don't think it would be an episode of Gateways to Cinema if you didn't share too much. <laughs> True. Um, oh, man. And, uh... So this is where I think their logic gets a little confused, and I think it, I want to run it by you because I wanted to okay, say this okay. during the movie, but I'm yeah. like I don't want to interrupt the flow of it. Sure. But um, so they come back in with a red and a blue glow stick, and they're like, "Look, how could we have this red one? That box isn't even opened." And then it's like, "But wait, no, you could have gotten it from the other house. What does that prove? Like, what? Why? Why does the fact that you have a red glow stick prove you're from that house?" Well, the, no, the blue stick uh, proved that they were from that house. And then they or, said, look. Well, quote-unquote, because, again, right. like, who knows where anyone is actually from at, once you get past a certain point. But then they, but then they say, look, it's, uh... Yeah, so the they red have the, so the red one was, like, to say that they went to the other house mm -hmm. and that the other house was the same as this house. That's what they were trying to prove. Because that version gotcha. of the two of them... That was the first time they had gone back to a house. Like, remember that conversation? They thought that they had not uh, gone back to a house yet. And everyone's like, you already told us this story. You already told us what happened. Yeah. And they're like, no, we didn't. So it's yeah. like... They also They forget. wanted proof that they found another house. And everyone else is like, yeah, we already know what's going on. Like, what's going on with you? <laughs> they also forget that multiple realities thing very quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I, the thing is, like... Just like the audience, they they want to believe there's only two realities. Yeah. So no, no. But like when they when they come back and they're like, yeah, you already told us that story. It's like yeah, it's obviously not the same guy. 
<laughs> and it's like, look at the Band-Aid. Why is that that way? And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> You're like, it, it, you can't get mad at the movie because I understand what they're doing. But at the same time, it's like, you idiots. <laughs> Especially Mike. Mike's a damn idiot. <laughs> um, but also really good. He's yeah. really good in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. When he's like, I'm gonna blackmail myself <laughs> at another house. You're like, that makes no sense. Don't do that. <laughs> like I love I, I I I do love like those moments where there's just like the, the karmic justice bits and like that's one of the greatest where it's like I'm yeah. gonna blackmail myself and then like twenty minutes later in the movie, oh no, I'm being blackmailed <laughs> by myself. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's uh, don't. I I love the uh, this film has like a sense of humor about it. Oh yeah, it's so funny that's too. The, yeah. That's the other thing. Like it's great and it's mind bending, but it's also really funny. And I think that's mostly just due to the fact they got really funny people. I mean, they got improv. a bunch of like improv actors. Yeah, like, tr- and improv like traditionally steers towards being funny. <laughs> like the scene where he's like, do you have any books? Like, do you have any books? He's like, yeah, I have Shakespeare and I have, like, some Star Wars or whatever. He's like, I'm an actor. Actors can read. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so funny. Um, I think, uh, but my point was about it completely shifting what I thought was going to happen in the movie. It's because they're all very, like, at this at the point where she finds the green marker. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we're going to make a little box, and we're going to be set, and we're just going to stay in the house. And we're, or, and at one point, you're kind of like, they're going to go kill themselves, like, the other versions of themselves. Yeah. And then it's just that you see that, and it's just like, all right. And the movie takes a whole, it just goes in a completely different direction that right. was not even completely set up at that point. It's like, all right, and now we're over here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think the thing is, like, there's that, there's that one conversation they have, like, if we don't if we don't get back tonight, you know, we're never going to get back. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's the end of the movie. They just have to find their way back to their original reality. Yeah. And then, like, a, and then, a few minutes later, you're just like, oh, they can never get back. What's, yeah. <laughs> what's going to go? What's going to happen now? Oh, my God. That When she's going from reality to reality, like, yeah. just finding which one, she's like, I can do this. Like, I'm good with this one. Yeah, I, I love... Uh, the, the ending was another part where I was just, you know, really digging a film. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I like the idea of, like, you know, if, if, you, if you have to stick with a random choice, like, you have no hope of going back to the original reality. Yeah. Find the one you like best. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's just such a, a dark turn to take, but also Yeah, it like, is a really, like, sad ending, too, because she's just, like... And then, um... She makes a really interesting choice at the end there, too, where she could have just been, like, took her ring and been, like, obviously, I'm the one. I went to go get that ring. Who's that in the bathroom? Like, yeah. like, But but you have to wonder if there's enough divergent memories at that point to kind of... Right, to then be like, well, what what did I say to you earlier tonight? Yeah, like, be, yeah because they obviously, that, that reality had an entire dinner party that mm-hmm. went smoothly. Yeah. Like, the, the implication is that they are, they're, they're so well-functioning compared to a, a lot of the other versions of these characters <laughs> that uh, it, it didn't, uh, they never bothered to, like, check anything out in the first place. No. I love that he's talking about his brother. My brother told me just, you know, call him if something happens. What does that mean? <laughs> like, you know, comets. It's like, no, I don't know what that means. Um, 
So that guy was really good too. What did the brother know? When did he know yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Um. I also think like it, it's good setup where she's talking about like oh in Sweden this happened in yeah. 1923, but like also that that's one of those moments. Uh, on second viewing, where I'm like, okay, they're kind of overplaying their hand here, yeah. but I don't know if, like... I'm, on first viewing, I didn't really uh, care that much, because I was just like, okay, this sounds like it could be, like, an actual anecdote, and I don't know anything about this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't even know it was about alternate dimensions at that point, so... Right. I just don't... It's one of those where it didn't bother me while I was watching it, but thinking on it now, I'm like, all right. And I, I think that's excusable then I don't think yeah. it's a flaw in the film if it's on first viewing like it doesn't bug you right. like I, I think the I think bad exposition is the is the one is the kind where uh, the first time you're watching you you listen to that and you're like okay that's just set up for yeah. something that's coming and um, and even if it is set up if it's if you were to think it's set up you're like oh she killed her husband but that's my husband and it's like no one dies yeah so it's like it's not like exact. It's not one to one. You know, there, it's it's setting up an idea more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that scene <laughs> where they have the blue glow sticks and then they see the red glow sticks one is just like, like when they're well, looking at the other version of themselves yeah, across the street. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like that's the first like big moment where <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where you're like, okay, this is definitely what's happening. Yeah. Um, also, when they do, like, the outside shots, yeah, I was like, that's not what I expected outside to look like at all. What do you mean? Like, I expected it to be, like, a more like a suburb or more like, you know, just desolate kind of area, but it's, like, it's very, like, densely packed. Yeah. How did they even <laughs> be like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think the... Uh... The outside scenes are definitely the the point where the the budget is like straining because mm-hmm. you're like okay they didn't really have the opportunity to like shut down a complete street and get like really expansive uh, right. shots of all this so it's just kind of like you have to like believe the uh, characters and be like oh there's a house down there uh, way down on the street that we can see but you never like get that no. shot no but I I, th- I think the film uh, it doesn't work regardless it. it's yeah. just it's funny like so I, I, you it's like. It's like reading a book, Aaron. <laughs> it's like reading a book. And you're like, I know what this character looks like because I'm reading a book. And then you see the movie, you're like, that's not what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, sure, man. Just a little food for thought there. <laughs> um, man, I. it's another one of those movies that I'm just like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed this uh, just as much the second time around. And, like, I I, I remembered, like, most of the major plot twists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, pretty much all the major plot twists. But I think it's still really enjoyable the, the uh, second time around just because... Uh, the one that kind of, like, the, the, the appeal of knowing the answer to a mystery going in and just being like, okay, how did they set this up? That's kind of right. cool. And also just, it's it's a well-made movie. Like we talked about, it's funny, the actors are really good, and the mm-hmm. filmmaking is very interesting. So, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed watching this even a second time. It does it much less near the back half of the film, and I was not certain about how I felt about it to start, but the way it just cuts to black... 
and then yeah. jumps back in. It's shot very in meteor race. Yeah, I think I think that's probably partially due to just the nature of like low budget. Like from a behind the scenes thing, it's it's low budget. It's easier to uh, make it seem cohesive and like uh, also like if they're would you say it's scenes, easier to make it seem coherent? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but also like when you're working with improv, it also helps you to cut off scenes at an mm-hmm. appropriate point. But also like those are like behind the scenes reasons, and then like for like a, a, like a, f- a film reason, like a storytelling reason, it's also kind of like a question of like when we fade back in, which reality are we in at this point? Like are we yeah. shifting realities at each cut? But then there's some points where we, like, go to a new reality and we don't fade in and out, so it's, like, not exact. Right. But at the same time, you're like, does it mean that, like, we're following different characters when it fades in and out? You know, it, it's one it's one of those things where you're like, there could be, there's, there, there's like, this idea that, you know, like, we're entering and exiting like, a look into these people's lives at the mm-hmm. same time that they're entering and exiting looks into other versions of their lives, and... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, by the end of the movie, I think one of the... One of my favorite parts about this movie is how it's completely impossible to know... To separate who's to, from what. Yeah, and, and it, at that point, it doesn't matter. Like, it's yeah. not, like... It's, like, it's... It's confusing, and it's not understandable, but, like, that's the point, and yeah. I just really love that. Especially to the point where... I think it's even before she writes the numbers, and it gets a little like, what, what? How does he not remember that they found a picture of him in that box? Oh, yeah. it's not. There's a third one. Like you can kind of catch it yeah, before they even do it. Yeah, and I'm just like, how do they not remember? And then her boyfriend takes the picture, and it's like he has to remember that that picture was in there in that exact same place. Yeah. But it's like, oh man, this movie's good, man. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I love. I love that thing. I I love all the moments when they're like, oh, we should do this strategy, and then like, over the course of their conversation, they're just like. That's what they already did. That's yeah. what the other version already, we already experienced. Especially when they're and like, I love how I love how quickly it turns on. Like like mm-hmm. when they're like doing the uh, okay, we need to roll a dice and we'll write it on the back of a picture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's not like they do it and then they look at it and they're like, oh, this is what it is. They yeah. like instantly while coming up with the idea. But it's like the like, only idea they have. Too, yeah. So they're just like, I guess we gotta do it. Like, <laughs> uh, especially when he's like, ah, we put something in it. We put something in it that only could be in it, like a ping pong paddle. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the ping pong battle, right? And she's like, oven mitt? And they're like, what? Oven mitt? <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, God. Man, this movie's so good. Yeah. There's so much here, I, I feel like. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it again at some point. I will say, thinking on it, I think the one flaw in the movie in retrospect is that the initial like the initial catalyst of like the 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 lock taking the lock box back with them is just kind of one of those like this is happening more because we need to propel the story forward rather than like a character would grab the lock box and bring it back to the house like the very first instance gotcha i thought you meant like hugh and amir taking the lock box back with them no like when they they go to the other house and like we're just gonna call the brother like before they even know anything that's going on and then they come back and they have the lock box it just feels it feels like we need to kickstart this plot with something as opposed to like it, like, if they're just going over to, there to use the phone and they have this weird encounter, it feels like a bit of a jump to be like, oh, no, we're, we're going to steal this lockbox. Lock yeah. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, in retrospect, like, I think that's the one part that's a bit iffy, but... You know, it's, it's such I, a small part of it. And it's not run, something though. you notice on first watch. No. So I, I'm, I'm not going to hold it against the film that much. Especially because he's like, I saw this table. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, maybe he's just like, I'm going to take this box now, too. God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that might have been what he was going through at that moment. Fair, fair. I don't know. I don't know. I'm making excuses for the movie. Um, I mean, there's a very there's a very scrappy uh, style of filmmaking throughout this whole thing, mm-hmm. where you know the seams are showing like a tiny bit, but it it works. It, yeah. It. Oh God, the scene where she grabs her ring out of the car, and then her boyfriend comes up, and she's like, "Oh yeah, what was in the car? What do you mean?" And she's like, Okay, like, that's really good. That's a good scene. And I think one of the best parts is once you realize there's three and even more, and you realize there's just a roulette reel, or roulette wheel, it's like, no one's trying to hurt anyone. Everyone's just confused. (laughs) Like, no one knows what's happening. Yeah. The biggest threat is the people who are already in the house, not the people who are out of it. And I'm like, that is so good. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Oh, God, this movie's good. <laughs> you just remind me of another really funny part. The the part where, okay, like, uh, she's talking to, um, I'm, try, I'm trying Mike? to keep character names straight, but Mike, mm-hmm. and she's like, we're visitors here. And then, like, the whole, like, and then, like, the whole, uh, um, conflict arises with, like, the wife. And then he's just like, I'm a visitor here, you know? And then he just loves the way he turns it around. He's like, look, I don't believe it. But then he's like, look. I slept with your wife before any of this happened, which means I've slept with her in every reality. It's like, you're an idiot, Mike. <laughs> like, don't say that right now. Mike is like the best character because all of his decisions are the worst possible decisions, but they're like so in character that oh, yeah. it's amazing. And he's drunk out of his mind at that point already, too. Man. I, I, I think that might be it, right? What else do we say? Anything else you'd like to say about it? Uh, no, I, I'm just really glad you enjoyed this movie. And, yeah. Uh, this is kind of the response I wanted for us. Just, just be like, you know, that was really brilliant. That was really fun. So uh. It's just one of those that, like, you just watch and you're just like, you got it. Yeah. You got it. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, it might be those things. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not great. It's not, like, groundbreaking. But I'm like, it kind of might be both of those. In, in their own ways. In, in, in their own ways. I, I, I do think this is a, 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 a great movie. I just... The groundbreaking, again. It's, it's like, it's treading similar to Rain, but I think mm-hmm. that the... the in, it, in a stylistic the, way. Yeah, the style uh, elevates it. Where it's, it's so, like, low-key, but then gets so high-concept. I think that's... Uh, Again, it's really neat. Yeah. All right. Ready? We might have to put primer on the on the next list because you know that's a very similar kind right. of approach. All right. And I'm like, hey, you might like primer now. Okay. Okay. Well, do we want to talk about where we ranked it? I just uh, ranked mine. We can. I need to. Uh, you you need to go first because I need to pull up my list. I'm very high on this right now. Oh, okay. So it might. It it's definitely going to drop. Um. <laughs> David shouts it will drop from the other room. <laughs> um, 
But I got it at 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is quite high, yeah. I, I think this movie's really smart, and uh, I would like to... It's in... That's the other thing we didn't mention. 98 minutes, I think, right? Or is it 89 it's either it's like way, 89, it's, yeah. yeah. It's it's it's, it's very breezy, short. and you're done with it, and you're just like, all right, let's let's keep going, let's let's do it again, let's watch it again. Hmm. Hmm. Where do I want to put this? I, I might. Know. I think I'm gonna put this uh, 41. Cool. Oh, wow. uh, behind right. Blue Velvet, ahead of Stranger Than Fiction. And again, I, uh, th- these differences in rankings are growing more extreme. I think because mm-hmm. I like. Almost every film on this list, mm-hmm. and you have disliked uh, quite a few at this point. Uh, oh man, I need to rearrange some of this. I mean, like even up to RoboCop. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much of your uh, RoboCop hatred is a is a joke just to, to <laughs> mess with you. And you never me. will. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. But you're less high on some of these films than I am. So, yeah. a- again, we, we like stress this every episode, but 42, I still really like this movie. Yeah. A huge recommend if you've listened all the way through. Kind of, sorry, we, you know. It, I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs> but you should definitely watch it free on Amazon. Um, it is, yeah, it's still currently on Amazon at the time this podcast came out. Uh, yeah. Do we want to talk about. So next week... New thing. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is the part of the show where we normally talk about which film we're going to cover next week, but we're shaking things up a bit around here. So uh, <laughs> Gateways to Cinema still ongoing. We will be back mm-hmm. in two weeks with our next episode. Yes. Uh, Wait, what? Oh, for, gate- for, for ga- Gateway. For Gateway. Yeah. And then... But here's... The- All right. This is where we're a little confused. I think we need to talk about it more. Does this just fold into the same show at some point? Like, because it's going to be confusing as far as titles go. But I guess it doesn't matter. They're still posted on the same day for the same. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about (laughs) it. Anyway, continue. Uh, Oh, I was going to let you introduce it because it's kind of your your project. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) I was tired of Aaron having all the fun. (laughs) Um, so I made a list of a hundred movies that Aaron should watch if he wants to get into the larger world of cinema. Aaron's seen a lot of good movies, but has he seen Jack and Jill? Has he seen a lot of really mediocre early 2000s rom-coms? That's the question. So so here's the situation. Uh, Lacey wanted to make a list. Mm Mm-hmm. 100 movies that I have not seen. Yes. So uh, we could we could mirror our journeys into yes. the larger world of cinema. Lacey has seen like a thousand less movies than I have. Yeah. So he and all of them rom coms. He does not have. Uh, <laughs> he did not have a good hundred movies. I'd to say, recommend. I'd say there's more good than there is bad. I, I th- there's 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 quite a few good movies in this list. I, I that say that right. as I'm looking we, at. We will we will probably like share the list on like Twitter or something so you can like get a look. That's what we did the, when Gateways to Cinema started. We're like, yeah. here's all the films. What we're we talking about. We'll share this list and you can uh, you can uh, worry for my sanity going forward. Let me just let me just hit some highlights. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Well, and we'll talk about the one we're talking about next week, which I believe is. We're kickstarting this list the uh, <laughs> only way such a list can be kickstarted. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, we will be talking about. It's available to rent 
next week. So we will be talking and about it. This is like the only way Lacey could get me to watch this movie. Yep. So uh, yep. this was kind of uh, this is kind of like the the start of the the list. And um, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do some some highlights on yeah. the list. Goods, yeah. and, goods and highs and lows. Uh, Wreck. I think you're really gonna like. Right. You're really gonna like the appeared. Um, the birds, of course. Blood Simple. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a classic. Mm-hmm. Chinatown. Um, <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I lumped that one in with the uh, good films. Sure, yeah. um, and then, we're, uh, of course, we're gonna talk a little bit about some Oscar movies you've missed recently. Mm, you got like yeah. Disaster Artist. Right. Um, that's about it. <laughs> but of course, Inside Lewin Davis, we're going to be yeah, talking about. Yeah, except uh, for that one. Killing of a Sacred Deer, you know, some stuff like that. Uh, Love Song's really good. The Lure's really good. Mary Goes Round. Finally going to get you to watch Mary Goes Round. Good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and some horror movies that I think you're really missing out on, like The Last Broadcast and The Lazarus Project. Yeah. Uh, hell, we might even mess around and talk about Orphan. <laughs> you say that like, I'm not going to have to sit through Orphan. <laughs> you say that like there's a chance for me to get out of this. <laughs> Don't give me false hope. <laughs> well, there's also good ones. Uh, give me give me the real high points, though, Lacey. Give me, give me the good. Uh, Jack the good and Jill. Grown Ups 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. These are all movies I've seen before, by the way. I don't know if we prefaced that. These are all movies that I I picked. Yeah, these are are films that Lacey has seen that I have not seen. And I've even cut some. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm finally going to watch Mother. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you to see that. October Sky, Laura Dern's in it. I watched it as a kid. I didn't know Laura Dern was in it. So now you can properly appreciate it. Properly appreciate the film. The Rock... Probably the only good Michael Bay movie. Mm. Um, probably the only palatable Michael Bay movie. Let me. I'm excited to get that. Shorts. Shorts is probably the highest highlight. If you liked Alita: Battle Angel, <laughs> let me tell you about Shorts. Robert Rodriguez is like the most interesting career of like. And interesting is not always a good thing. He's like he's like the worst uh, George Miller, where George Miller's like Babe Pig in the City, yeah, Mad Max, Happy Feet, Mad Max again, <laughs> Double Mad Max. Uh, but we're also gonna get to a lot of Coen Brothers, like True Grit right. and Intolerable Cruelty. Yes. If you come out of... But we're also going to touch some Mumblecore films, too. Of course, of course. We got Mr. Roosevelt. Love Song, I think you could probably count as a Mumblecore movie. I believe um, I'm, uh Gemini, which is kind of Mumblecore and Noir. Mumble. Just say it, yeah. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're also going to just do some some classics. Like Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakwall. And Chipwrecked. And Chipwrecked, yes. How could I forget? And I, I was speaking more on, like, Babe Pig in the City, <laughs> the movie that scared me as a kid to the point where I was afraid of monkeys until I was, like, eight years old. He's still afraid of monkeys. Yeah, I am. Not, yeah. I am. We're actually going to do something that has not been done, though, too. We're going to talk about some documentaries. That's true. I did not have any documentaries on my list. We got Beware the Slenderman. Mm-hmm. We got... China. This is not. Won't a you good be my one. neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? 
We've got uh, a tower, uh, I believe. Is that yeah, a tower. Too. And I believe I cut this one, actually, so I don't think we'll be talking about it. Yeah, never mind. Um, was it the thin blue line? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's probably one we should put on here instead of the Slenderman <laughs> one. But the Slenderman one is topical. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So, so uh, the, the, are we going to announce the title, or are we going to save that for the first episode where we go oh, through we the can, confusing nature of the title? We can announce the title. We just have to figure out what to do about it. <laughs> but we can announce it. Um, great Ways to Cinema. E-A or A-T-E. Right, yeah. So, uh, this is an audio Aaron podcast. Named <laughs> Aaron named it. So, we, we're just going to really mess up our branding for all of you listeners. We're not going to do that. we got to find a better way no, to do it. No, we're doing it. We're doing oh this, man. God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Why? So, there are either going to be great ways to cinema, G-R-E-A-T, or great ways to cinema, G-R-A-T-E, for the... the for the films that are very grating to get through, I so there's a better way to name those. We're gonna get to, we're gonna get it though. Well, well, it's also, a work in progress. That's also our... Happy Feet. I forgot was on here. The two George Miller films you named as the kid ones are on here. Yeah, I didn't watch enough George Miller as a kid. I guess. I guess. Oh, and of course, the most classic Christmas film of all time, Four Christmases, mm. as well as Escape from Tomorrow. Of course, yeah. which. Aaron, you do that now, but Escape from Tomorrow is so much fun to watch because of how awful it is. So, we're going to have a lot of fun with this list, guys. I think we're going to have fun with that list, too. Uh, and, of course, we yeah. will be continuing to finish uh, the our, the initial list of Gateways to Cinema. That will be, we'll be alternating every other week. Yeah, so, uh, we'll get through that list as well. And I, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next, but we'll announce it next week on the Great Ways to Cinema pilot, where we will uh, we'll be talking about Fantastic Beasts. I can't too. wait to watch it again. <laughs> I'm so excited. Are we watching Extended Cut, or are we watching... Are we will gonna, be watching Theatrical. Okay. We'll be watching Theatrical, because I don't want to put you through something that I myself have not gone through, you know? Got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. I just, it just means that you're going to have to watch this movie three times now, because you're going to And I'm watch. okay with that. <laughs> Guys, I'm not the host, so I can't say that. You will be the host uh, of this uh, new one next week, and you'll have to come up with a cool sign-off. But first, uh, if you want to find us on the web, you can find David from the main podcast around the web at dbex15 on Twitter with two S's. Uh, If you want to find Lacey around the web, you can find him at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, his end of the year list will not, not be happening. <laughs> you said you'd believe it when you saw it. You're not going to see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, still check him out. Still, check still out see. my letterbox. I, I'm much more, he, I update he, that yeah, much more Yeah, he, he puts uh, reviews and uh, other stuff up on the letterbox. So check out Jake Lace on uh, letterbox. And if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Honest Opinion on Twitter. You can find me at myhonestopinion.com. Uh, you can find me at uh, Honest Opinion on uh, Letterboxd, I believe. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find us on Facebook and uh, SoundCloud and give us a like uh, and a good review if you like what we say. I don't remember what my sign-off was. And that's you why think of a cool sign-off. <laughs> I guess why I need to come up with a cool sign-off. My sign-off is, as always, until next time, don't think it, don't say it. Bye-bye, man. Yeah.
alternate reality Bye Bye Man movies. It's, it's, a, it's a reality where... Bye Bye Man v. Bye Bye Man. I have to squeak. 